What's up? What's up, everybody? Michael Johnson here with the Business Choreography Podcast. I'm excited you joined me today for a special guest today. We are so privileged and so lucky to have with us Amy Morgan. She specializes in helping high-achieving professional women master their emotions to connect to their higher self and create love, money, and abundance. Amy specializes in releasing limiting beliefs, anxiety, and patterns that keep clients playing small in their business and their life. Amy was also recently featured as a top 10 coach in 2023 by US Insider. Holy cow. I'm so excited to share with you her knowledge, her wisdom, and her experience. Man, we're lucky to have her today. Let's cue the intro and we'll jump right in. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to be here. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to dig in. We are uh, excited to share with people the journeys of other entrepreneurs and the process that we go through. It's never a straight line as our audience is used to me saying over and over again. And I think it's important to be able to share with everyone the experiences that we go through because on a regular basis, we're kind of having to battle that, that inner self and that mindset that, that uh, challenges us on a regular basis. So I'm excited to hear about your backstory and share with everybody how you got to here doing the wonderful things that you're doing today. So let's start at the beginning. Okay. The beginning. I'll try to wrap this up as quickly as possible because <laughs> almost the backstory, if you can imagine at this point in my journey is the, the best part of it. Right. And it almost doesn't matter at the same time. So I was a stay at home mom of three kids when my husband abandoned us and left and I found out he was a narcissist. He was an addict. He was cheating. He was, you know, doing everything that a woman with three young kids could imagine who had no job. And even in that exact moment, the universe said to me, I could hear it. I could be spoken to. This is all meant to serve you. You have an entire new life approaching. And what I took from that was that I needed a way to keep my kids in their house and keep their life normal. And I knew I wasn't ordinary and I couldn't just get a job. So I knew I had to create that for myself. So what I did was I went to life coaching school. I got certified in two years. I, a regular life coach, a health coach, a transformational life coach. And I just continued. And truly, I started helping people right from the beginning. What I learned was that the more I connected with source and universe and worked on my mindset, then the business pieces of it all happened, right? As you said, it was a journey. I made lots of mistakes, of course, but I learned to figure it out. And when my mindset was 
rock solid and I learned a routine and I learned how to stand my ground and stand in my power, that was my power. That was when everything started coming into place and everything started exploding in every way in my life. Love, abundance, the business, my kids are thriving. You know, I've won in college now and we're still in our house. Everything has remained the same because I did my work so that I can take care of everybody else. My goodness. What a, what a journey and, and so much to unpack there. You decided in a moment where things were rough. A lot of people would say, okay, that sounds a lot like a rock bottom moment. And you decided to do something that was incredibly difficult. And that's to go back and get educated and learn how to do this thing. And, and you mentioned, you know, you went and got certified two years of working on, on doing this. I think a lot of people, I don't know, I've always, I've been in the, in the personal development space for 25 years. And I always, when I first started life coaching, People were like, you're a life coach. Oh, you know, nowadays it's a little, it's a little bit more normal, but how did you go through that process of making the decision to go and do that? I mean, what a tough decision in that moment. Yes, it was actually, I actually got, and I tell people to do this, get like just a job, right? I went and I just got a local job. I worked in a school. I was an aide. I, left, kept me home with my kids. Basically they were at school. I was at school and I was up at six o'clock in the morning. And the reason that it, it happened that way is I ran into a life coach. And as I was speaking to her and as I was talking to her, I realized that that was actually my purpose. It all clicked. It all said, this is what you're supposed to do. You need to help other people create what they need for themselves. And it all just kind of came to me. And in that moment, I knew that what I had to do was go back in school to school so I could really honestly serve people and serve them well and figure it all out. And as soon as I stepped into that school, it was it was perfect. So I was up at six in the morning before I went to a school job studying I worked, I would have my kids in the afternoon, I would take clients and study at night. And I was exhausted and as happy <laughs> to be at the same time. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so as they say, for many entrepreneurs, you were burning the candle at both ends, but it it pays off. And at, at what point? I mean, like you said you started being able to help people early on. It didn't it wasn't at the end of the two year mark. And yeah. so talk to me a little bit about that starting to come into fruition. And, and I mean, obviously you were bringing it into, into life because you were working on it and focusing on it, but talk to us a little bit about how that, that happened because obviously it wasn't at the end of the two years. No, it was actually pretty quickly. And what I realized was, which is one of the greatest things that I teach now is that you don't actually have to burn it at the both ends, even though I did it. Um, <laughs> I did do it. And most people probably do have to do a little bit of that because there does have to be some hustle. But what I realized was as I was naturally changing, as my energy changed, as I could raise my own frequency, things were starting happening. People were starting to connect to me. 
opportunities came to me. It was how the universe was really showing you, I'm on the right path. You're here to help people. And then I started to get referred. And then I started to get into different podcasts. And then I started to, all of it just started to happen. One thing after another. And that's when I realized it's all about the energy. It's all about the mindset. It's all about setting yourself up in the right manners and doing a really good job because I think that's really important is really serving your clients. Yeah, absolutely. Talk to me about uh, some of the focus that you love to be able to approach with you, you in your intro, we kind of shared with everybody that you love working with high achieving women and what's the draw to that particular space. And, and talk to us a little bit about what some of the principles that you love to teach and, and train about. Biggest principle that I love to teach about is to move out of love versus fear. There's a misconception, I think, that a lot of high achieving women have it all figured out. <laughs> and, and we know that's not true, right? They really are moving robotically. They're really not thinking about things. They really think, feel that pressure of they have to have a job and be high performing. They have to have a family and be their, the mom and be the wife and, and do it all. And they're really moving through the limited beliefs and they're really very scared. So if you can take a step back and learn how to manage the emotions of I'm enough, I'm moving out of love, everything I do, it, it's a totally different frequency. You can even hear it in my voice. It's a different frequency of moving. And I love to teach people that because that's when you can almost release the negativity and release the idea that you do have to be perfect and that everything has to be perfect. Messy action is still great. It's still moving from into a new spot. It still gets you to your goal, even if it's not perfect. Right, right. You've mentioned a number of times already as we've been talking here, you've mentioned frequency. And for some, I, I could imagine at this stage that maybe it's the first time they're hearing that. Mm. Uh, for others, maybe they've heard and started delving into that space. I love talking about it, and I, I would love if you'd expand upon this concept and idea of, of being in a good frequency and in, in a good vibration and how that affects us. Sure. So if you think about the emotional scale, on the bottom of that scale is fear and anger and, and low vibrations, right? That's just the worst you can place you can be when you're upset about something, when you're sad about something when you're grieving, you, your body is actually emitting a frequency, which is the, the word we're talking about, of, of low vibration. And when you're in those spots, that's what the universe is responding to. When, you, when you're upset, it always gives you sort of more bad news, right? When you know when you wake up and you, you trip over your shoe and then you have a flat tire and then one bad thing happens after another, it's almost because the universe feels that frequency. On the top of that scale is love and joy and happiness and peace. And 
if you move from those spots, then all of a sudden everything is just becomes a little simpler and life is easier and you're smiling and there's just a feeling that people are naturally attracted to you. I love that. A good example is if you ever see a woman who maybe isn't even the most attractive, but she's sitting there and she's at a party and everybody is around her because she's laughing and she's having fun and everybody wants to be around her. That's because she's happy and she's giving off that true vibration of love and joy and peacefulness. And it has nothing to do with, with the outside. Right. How, as we talk about this, I, I know this is a question that, that will often come up for people. How in the midst of chaos and mm. things going wrong, okay, let's say I've, I've, I'm conceding to the idea that I'm emitting that frequency and I'm creating this around me where things seem to be falling apart or I keep getting bad news or the flat tire, like you said. How in the world do you get out of that? Because it's it's almost like a flywheel. It seems like it just keeps making more of itself. So how do you break that cycle? One great thing I love to tell people immediately to do is to name five things they're grateful for. Right in that moment, it can be anything. It can be the bird that, that is chirping. It could be the blue sky. It could be your children. It could be the heat in your house. It does not matter what it is, but you're body can only process, your mind can only process one kind of emotion at a time. So if you can immediately switch to just some good things, five good things, all of a sudden you can realize that the chaos and the bad things that are happening are truly just temporary. They probably do have to be dealt with. <laughs> and you have, you know, if you have a flat tire, you have to call the tire company and figure out your next steps but they're just temporary and they don't have to become your whole day and they don't have to overtake. So always go to gratitude because there's always things to be grateful for. I love that. When you start to think about this gratitude element, I can't even, I mean, I can't count on both my hands and my, and my feet. The number of times I've heard people say, well, I, uh, there's nothing to be grateful for. Everything right now is falling apart. Everything is bad. And, and so I just want you to dig into that a little bit more because how do, how do you do that when everything seems dire? How do you find that gratitude when it seems like everything you look at is, is headed the wrong direction? Yeah. So the first thing I want to say is I hear you because just to be here and being appreciated to know that that is a true feeling that it's just dire and there is no gratitude is, is valid. So that's the first thing is just to be acknowledged because everybody wants to be acknowledged in, in everything. And the next point is, then I always ask, it's really about asking the right questions. Is that true? Is there nothing to be grateful for in your whole life? Do you have anybody who you love and who loves you. It could be your dog. It could be, I mean, is it really true that there's nothing? And when you really take that second moment, it's probably not true. There probably 
are things to be grateful for. Right. There probably are people who really love you and that you really love, no matter how dire it seems. And then you can attack your plan of what's my next best step. Right, right. I love that. Let's switch gears just a little bit because, you know, in in what we've been talking about, I know we're talking to a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners, and there are ups and there are downs. And during the downs, it's really challenging to think about uh, money from an abundance perspective. Can you talk to us about some frameworks or some concepts that you utilize and, and that you help others with that can help maybe some of our entrepreneurs out there that are maybe in, in a lower portion of their wave uh, and, and struggling with some of that abundance and some of those money challenges. Sure. So first thing I want to say about money is it's just an energy, just like everything else. <clears throat> we were talking about frequency, energy and money. It's this, it's all in one as well. So when you are struggling and money is tight and bills are coming in and your business is not moving in the rate you would like it to, I always start, it's about starting your day right. So I will always suggest to somebody, whatever time you normally wake up, let's say that's 7 a.m., I would have them set their clock for maybe 45 minutes earlier. That seems awful to you, maybe a half an hour. Um, meditate. It's putting yourself into the right space. The idea of being abundant, believing that you can have, have it, believing with what is possible. It's about creating such a calm space for yourself that that's when the ideas come in. Sometimes it is about pivoting. Sometimes you do have to pivot your business, but that's when your mind is most relaxed. When you're waking up, it's when your mind is in that calm meditative state and things, ideas can come to you. And sometimes it's just a matter of putting on a, a, an abundance meditation. It's about believing that you can have it, that it's possible, and that it is about raising your energy. So I always suggest people have a rock solid morning routine because if you set your clock for 45 minutes, there's plenty of things you can do. You can meditate for 20. You can write in a journal for the other 20. You can have a great breakfast. Something even as simple as making sure your body's nourished right and correctly makes a long way. A lot of people say, I don't need breakfast, a cup of coffee, I'm running maybe that's not what your body actually needs. Right. Right. I love that. You know, during this journey that you've been on, you know, it's, it's so familiar to me. My mother uh, was divorced at, uh, when I was two. So I kind of grew up in that setting and that space and watching her hustle and watching her uh, get the job done and, mm -hmm. and really provide for what we needed and what our dreams and aspirations were. And so I admire that so much. Let's talk to those ladies out there right now that are in that space and thinking, gosh, how am I going to make this? Like, how, how am I going to do this? Because 
I have a great example of it. You know, my mother was incredible. You're providing right now another great example of it with three kids and and making it work. What can we say to these uh, to these incredible women that are right on the precipice right now of seeing this incredible challenge and feeling like the weight of the world is on their shoulders? How can we help them? Uh, make that step and take that move to be able to do that next thing like you did, like my mother did. Yeah. Um, first, just, you know, believe that there is life at the other side. It, yeah. The first step is really the idea of it is that there's hope that it is not hopeless. Right. And so that, and I'm a journaler. I really believe that if you write things down, they become things. So, because thoughts become things and habits become things. So one of the things that I, a really useful tool besides the waking up with the 45 minutes early and do and writing things down and meditating, which I would suggest to everyone is also the night before writing down a list. When you have, are so overwhelmed and you're in that space of, I have to do all these things for work. I have to do all these things for the kids. I have all these forms. I have to make lunch. I have to make dinner. I have to drive here. If you write it down the night before, you actually can get a really good night's sleep because you know exactly what you have to do the next day. So that when you wake up the next day, if you started off right with in the meditative state, you can then say, okay, here's my list. I need to go down this list. I need to make sure all of these things are done and then I can cross them off. And it, otherwise you're almost, you are running in a tailspin and you're like, I don't know what needs to get done. And you get in this frazzled, overwhelmed state and nothing happens. Right. So if you have it written down and you're like, okay, work, X, Y, Z, done. Kids, X, Y, Z, done. Okay, carpools done, lunch done, and you have it all set, you can actually say, oh my God. And that's also where you can appreciate and go move back to the gratitude. Because at the end of the day, you can look at your list and you can say, oh my God, look what I just did. Just me by myself all day long, I did all these things. And it's a big accomplishment and, and have grace, have grace for yourself that if something didn't get done, it's okay. Right. It's okay. You'll do it the next day. You move it to the next list. <laughs> yeah. But it does make you feel like, wow, wow, look what I did. And once you start doing it every day and start doing one more thing and looking at your lists, you, I hope you can look at yourself and say, wow, I'm amazing. And that goes back to something I said earlier of I'm enough, right? Right. It's about believing that you're enough. You're enough to fill. You're enough for yourself. You're enough for your children. You're enough for your business. And you just are enough. I love that. That's so valuable. I am curious because I, I know you've inspired some, some awesome women out there that are listening to take some action. And so how can they get in touch with you? How can they get in and go, okay, yeah, you know what I want to, I need to do this. I've been putting it off. 
I need to jump in and do something. How can they get in touch with you? How can they uh, get in and get started? Sure. The best, easiest way is to just email me. And that's Amy at amymorganwellness.com. Or they can even friend me. I respond really well to Facebook Messenger or instant or Instagram Messenger. And it's it's Amy Feuerstein Morgan on Facebook or Amy Morgan Wellness on Instagram. Awesome. That's great. Well, we are super excited to share your experience and your knowledge on the show and to be able to reach out to some of our are incredible business women out there that are uh whether they're in it and and they're going strong they need some support or whether they're just getting going and, and making that transition like you once did guys reach out to amy she can help you it's gonna be incredible you're gonna love it uh any last words for us as we as we uh close up for our audience the best advice i can say is is in the word impossible is I'm possible. So everything is possible. If you can imagine it, it can be done. I love that. That's great. Guys, write that down. It's always good to have that reminder somewhere near you along the way. Uh, don't forget, guys, keep choreographing your business. Keep working on it every day. We'll see you guys next time on the next episode of Business Choreography. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Want more business choreography? Check out our website at bizchoreo.com to find out more. And find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact. Remember, every business needs choreography.